Hello, everybody. I wish you were here with us. Glory to God. We're just having more fun right here in this studio this morning. We welcome you to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you what we were laughing about. I, I picked up my teacup to take a drink, and I don't know if this just flashed across my mind as something that happened years and years and like years ago, man. And it just, it was so funny. We had, uh, we were getting off the airplane and young African-American young man, oh, he couldn't have been 21 years old. And and, and I, I don't know, I can just, I can just see his face. And he said, he said to Gloria's brother, he said, uh, Y'all preaching? Gloria said, that's right. I had a, a, a Perrier bottle in my hand. <laughs> and, and if I remember right, I, I, I know, well, I know good and well Gloria did, but anyway, we're coming off of the airplane, you know, and we got these Perrier bottles. <laughs> he said, I mean, y'all preach. And Doug said, yeah. He said, y'all preach. Yeah. Well, what's in them little green bottles? <laughs> you know, he's used to seeing wine coolers in those little green bottles. He didn't, he didn't know nothing about no Perrier. <laughs> oh, the merry heart does good like a medicine. Glory be to Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. This is a wonderful life to live, isn't it? It's just so rich and so good. Father, we thank you today for your word and for the joy of the Lord. Yes, sir, I'll do that. And we praise you for it. And we give you all of the honor and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, um, a merry heart does good like a medicine. That's Bible. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's Bible. Joy, a fruit of the Spirit. That's Bible. It didn't say a thing in the world about feelings. Amen. Huh? Amen. Every born again child of God, I don't care who you are, the joy of the Lord is in your born again spirit because it's the second fruit of the Spirit, love, joy. Amen. And it's God's joy. It's Jesus' joy. Amen. It's Jesus' peace. Amen. 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 Stir it up. Amen. Well, I asked the Lord to stir it up. Well, that's all right, but it doesn't come that way. The Bible says stir yourself up now. Amen. Stir up the gift that's within you, the Apostle Paul told uh, his spiritual son, Timothy. Stir up the gift that's in you. Stir it up. How do you do that? Well, praise God, I'm stirred up right now. Well, now, wait a minute. Yeah, but Brother Coble, no, don't, 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 don't start that. I just said it because I believe it in my heart. Amen. I could be lower, just, just tear this down and just start saying, glory to God, I'm stirred up. Bless God in the name. I believe I receive it. I'm stirred up. You understand that devil? Ha, ha, ha. I'm stirred up. Well, I don't see nothing funny. Well, you don't have to see something funny. You don't have to hear something funny. You don't have to do something funny. Well, you could look in the mirror. That'd help. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
stir yourself up on the joy of the Lord. If you are weak today, if you're, you're weak and, and, and down, you don't have any strength, you're low in joy. Just start dancing around the room. Put on a laugh. Ha, 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 ha. You won't do that, but a few minutes you start laughing. But I mentioned this before. I'm going to tell it to you again because I met one of the leading neurosurgeons and, and he's head of a, a major hospital, the, the whole neuro um, division of a major hospital. And um, he, his folks came into Brother Bishop Butler's church when he was eight years old. And he was raised in the word of faith. What a powerhouse this guy is. And, and he spoke right before me in one of the meetings there at uh, Bishop's Church in Detroit. And he was saying that they have proven scientifically that your entire system, your body, your nervous system, your mind, does not know the difference between a made-up laugh and a real belly laugh. It doesn't know the difference. Oh, Brother Copeland, I don't believe that. Are, are, you're you're a, a famous neurosurgeon, right? <laughs> well, no, you know, I'm in the furniture business. Well, don't be telling me then. <laughs> <laughs> they have classes. They're in the hospital, particularly with people with a lot of pain, cancer patients. Mary Hart does good like a medicine. Of course, this doctor... His name slipped my mind. He knew that to start with. He understood that before he ever, before he ever launched into this because he's raised to know that. But he said they, they, they lead people in a laugh. And they say, well, you know, I just don't, well, I'm your doctor and I'm prescribing this, all right? <laughs> and they get in there and they have laughing classes. And it's amazing. The pain stops. Why? Dolphins in your brain. I, you know, I'm working out. I call them dolphins. <laughs> I got to get the dolphins working. <laughs> but you start laughing. And boy, here, here it comes. The ha, 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 ha. And they, they, if they continue it, they will receive their healing. Amen. You can laugh. You can laugh. That's the pain. You can, you can laugh sickness and disease right out of your physical body. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now, say now, now. no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh or after the five physical senses. You remember what 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says? We walk by faith and not by sight. Well, sight represents the, what you feel, what you see, what you hear, what you taste, and so forth and so on. Now, think about that. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So these two verses actually say the, exactly the same thing. So... <clears throat> For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free 
from the law of sin and death. We're talking about the born again child of God. Faith is a spiritual force. Now, when people say, uh, of what faith are you? They're talking, they're not talking about a spiritual force. They're talking about, you know, a denomination or, or something like that. But the faith, it's impossible to please God without faith. That, uh, that's talking about living in and by and the results of using your faith. The just live by faith. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So it's a spiritual force generated in the spirit. Now to use uh, Bible terminology, particularly the, the authorized version, the King James version, the older version, in the heart of man, not talking about your blood pump. It's talking about you. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. That force generated in the born again human spirit. Amen. Now, condemnation is fear-based. It is fear-dependent. So here you have someone that's in condemnation just just beating yourself over the head. I'm, I've got to change this. I, I just can't keep doing this. I, I just, oh, condemnation has never done anything but make it worse. Why? You don't have, you know, you don't have your mind on things that are above. You have your mind on yourself. You got your mind on the problem. You got your mind, you're carrying yesterday's problems over in today and then over in tomorrow. How do you think you're going to ever change it? You can't keep sowing the same seed and ever get a different result. You can't change the result. So the, we, we have to train our thinking to look through the eyes of your spirit being, not your carnal thought and life. Now, last week, we, we got to that point in the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews concerning sin consciousness, being so aware of, of the failure side of life all the time, never, just never thinking any other way, just, just, uh, just burdened by it all the time, it's just right there in your face. Well, roll the care of it over on God. Amen. Jesus is your caretaker. First Peter chapter five, six through 10, glory to God. But what does he, what did the apostle Peter also say? You, you're going to have to, you're going to have to resist the devil because he's like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion, but he acts like one. All he's got is a threat. He doesn't have the power of death anymore. Jesus took it away from him. Now, but you have to do something with your mind. And this is one place that you, where you start. Get 
completely away from condemnation. There is none. There is no condemnation. There is none to those who are in Christ Jesus. I understand this. Now, I, I haven't studied this out. So, but I understand that early manuscripts just said, there's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Period. But like I said, I haven't studied that out. But I can tell you this. You still have to do the rest of that sentence in order to walk in it. So, you, you're going to have, you're going to have not allow the five physical senses to dominate your thinking because if it dominates your thinking, it's going to dominate your words and whatever you say long enough will get into your spirit and it'll control your life. It flat will control it. I told you the story about about how I disliked and just, just, just hated physical exercise. <clears throat> and the Lord told me to do it years ago and I was disobedient and, and didn't do it. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> when I finally did make the, the, the commitment to do it, was excited about it. And I, the, the first maneuver I made, and it didn't bother me as much as on the treadmill, but the, when I first grabbed a hold of that bar and with weights on the other end of it. Before I pulled it the first time, it came out my mouth. I had a smile on my face. I am committed to this. I'm telling you, I'm excited about this. And out my mouth came, God, I hate this. (laughs) It jumped out my mouth, but I slapped my hand over my mouth and repented as loud as I could. I said, no, 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 Lord God. No, I love this. I physically felt that thing leave my body. And I've been gung-ho after it ever since. I love every minute of it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But what you say counts for everything. Now, see, I had said that since I was just a boy. And I won't go into all the reason behind it, but there was some physical stuff behind it. Anyway, it changed. And it's never too late. You understand that? Anybody in here over 80? Anybody in here over 70? Anybody in here over 60? Anybody in here over 50? Hello, children. <laughs> but you can, you can, you understand. Amen. Hey, words. The most powerful thing on the planet are words. We live in a word created, word upheld environment. Words were not primarily for communication. Communication is only secondary to the, the why, why words? Words are primarily for the release of power. That's the way you release faith. 
That's the way you release fear. And fear is a spiritual force. It is the opposite faith. It was originally Adam's faith. And it was twisted 180 degrees and became fear. So fear is faith. Fear of a dangerous animal is faith in that animal's ability to hurt or kill you. So you can readily see why Jesus said, fear not. I tell you, 95 times in the Bible, that very phrase is used. 95 times the very phrase, fear not. 72 times in the first covenant and 23 times in the second covenant. Now, it's said in, in a, a, un, really countless times in other ways. Let not your heart be troubled, Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Let it not be afraid. Well, letting it not be troubled is the same thing because trouble is fear-based. They like to destroy Job. So, it is so important. All this comes down to condemnation. Living a self-condemned life. When God told Cain, what would happen to him. The, the curse that, that, had, that he had gotten into. He added something to it that God didn't say and God didn't correct him. Read it for yourself. Find out what it was. But he added it to it. God didn't say that. But God didn't correct him. Why? Mm -hmm. He said it. Well, no, 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 can't, no, no. Wasn't legal for God to do that. Well, so he was, what was he doing? He condemned himself. He was condemning himself. What do you have on his mind? What he'd done. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Y'all are getting awful quiet on me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I want us to go to Matthew chapter, no, 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 no. First, we will go to Isaiah 43. Now, this is an amazing scripture. We dealt with this a good bit uh, last week. In the 25th verse, this is God speaking through the uh, through the prophet Isaiah, I even I am I am I am the I am is speaking. Yes. Yes. Well, that means you. <laughs> Years ought to perk up here. Now notice the the even and the M are in italics here, but this adds to it because he's the great I am. He's the great forgiver. 
If he said it, it's so. It's impossible for him to lie. Impossible. Did you ever think about this? If Jesus were to appear right in the room and say, isn't this a wonderful Saturday? Uh, uh, no, no, Lord, this, this is, uh-uh, this is Tuesday. Not anymore, it isn't. <laughs> no, go look at your calendar. It just changed to Saturday. <laughs> because he said it. Amen. If he said it, it changes everything. Glory to God. I, even I am, he that blotteth out thy transgressions. Stay with me now. For mine own sake, and I will not remember your sins. I refuse to remember your sins. Now you confess them and believe you receive your forgiveness and you're uh, you're cleansing from all unrighteousness. Get a smile on your face and get that junk off your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The problem that happens here in condemnation and remembering wrongdoing and so forth, even to every one of us who who know better because we've learned better. If something you've done for any length of time, well, I can tell you, if, if you've done something in excess of 21 days, then it's become a habit. And if it's something that, now, see, well, let's take forgiveness. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty five. When you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. Your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. So that somebody that's just been a thorn in your flesh all this time, and, and, and I don't know, maybe use a thorn in their flesh. But but anyway, that strife has been there all that time, and you see, glory to God, I better forgive them. I, this not this, and you repent of it, and and He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we confess them? See, let me tell you, the forgiveness is already there. Now, now look at this. That blackberry has been there all morning. It's mine. <laughs> but it ain't doing me any good. It's mine. It's been there all morning. And we're out of time already. Tim Fox, what are you doing to me? <laughs> But it's my black bear and I receive it when I pray, praise God. And now my, my flesh is in the habit of being in unforgiveness. So you have to tell it what to do. In the name of Jesus, I'm not following you anymore. I'm not condemning myself and I'm not condemning him. I'm not condemning her. He's forgiven. She's forgiven. Glory to God. Now flesh, you just get in line. Brother Hagin, you say, I feel good. I feel fine. Flesh, get in line. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.